0: of the Metropolitan Rivers.
1: What inspired you to get into hockey?
0: Um, you know, I was inspired by the Bobby Orr and Phil Esposito generation. I grew up in the 60s. Um, my dad and his friend would always watch the Bruins. My brother actually started playing before I did, organized, because there were no leagues for girls. And I got to practice in a very small rink when he was practicing. The guys in the uh, Zamboni, my dad knew the Zamboni guys, my dad and mom, and I got to practice in this little rink while my brother was practicing. And I just fell in love with it. I would literally just shoot like 100 to 200 bucks every time he was on the ice. I developed a magnificent slap shot, and I guess at that point they just took off from there. I think I was the only girl that could actually shoot.
1: So how did
2: you
0: get involved with the raven? So I was called on by uh, Joanna and John Boyton back in season six uh, during COVID to go up to Toronto and start that franchise. Um, And you know I'm no stranger to doing crazy things. I was over in China coaching the national team in 2017 to 2019, and I have kindly I had started I had a startup that I was running and uh, at the time and. COVID hit and I said why not it was awesome we went up to Toronto we started the Toronto Six we rebranded women's hockey up in Canada the CWHL had just folded a couple years before we looked at that as an opportunity for expansion to Canada um, where they play hockey and um, in two years we brought on sponsors like Canadian Tire and Athleta and Champion Pets um, and we really put women's hockey, I think, on the sponsorship map up there with the PHF. So it was a fun project. And then when the Riveters called, uh, you know, we kind of left Toronto. John and Joanna Boynton also owned the Riveters. And uh, I said, why not? It's New York. It's a lot closer than Toronto or China. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, speaking of which, I mean, this is a, a great arena and mall to do it. How, do you, how is that experience here?
0: So at American Dream, uh, when we saw it, we are reimagining hockey, and the the idea is instead of women drawing, making people come to them, we go to the communities. So the idea was, if we go play and we're in the community, we'll give fans more exposure to our game, and we need exposure as well as you know just playing hockey. We need people to recognize us. We need people to go out and say, "Oh my gosh." women play hockey, people come watch our games and they don't even know we're women. That's how good our players are. Not that the bar is men, but at the end of the day, these are great athletes, they have great talent, they come from all over the globe, and American Dream was the greatest partner in the New York area for us to be in, to expose our brand to over six million people every year.
1: So you said you have a a great slap shot. Uh, (laughs) Do you show some of the players uh, what's up here?
0: I my my great slap shot was great back in the 70s and the early 80s. My slap shot does not even compare anymore. Um, I, I really try to have a mentorship model here. I have uh, Tori Charon who played for us at the Toronto Six last year. She's our GM and I have Ven Lahovey who is a three time Olymp- Finnish Olympian, who's our head coach. And my job is to create le- heroes, leaders and role models for next generation, not only on the ice, but in the front office. I'm a real big pioneer, um, mostly because my whole life has mirrored Title IX. You know, I'm a Title IX baby, and when I say that, um, I was part of the first recruiting class at Cornell University from 1979 to 83. I was one of the first female coaches uh, to be at Brown. I was there from 1987 to 2011. I was one of the first women coaches in the CWHL. Um, We started women's professional lacrosse and you know being a being a pioneer really means pushing the limits in gender equality and One of the things that I hope to do this year with the riveters is to push a pay equality platform Because as you grow and you get better You need to show value and the PHF has committed 1.5 million dollars per team for the salary cap and next year in season nine what we want to do at the Riveters is give them a livable wage and we have one of the highest salary caps per player in the world right now women's ice hockey and we don't want to just pay one or two players the lion's share of the money we want to divide it equally so more women can make a livable wage and just play hockey for a living
1: so have since you started playing have you seen any uh, progress with equality
0: So I've seen change. A lot of people would say it's fast. You know, historians would say it's very fast, but to me it's never fast enough um, to value women as an important part of society. Um, I think that right now I was reading an article that it said 82% is now the pay gap of women to men. Um, And I think at one point it was 69%, it was women to men, and how they make less than, to make less than men. So until it's 100%, I'm not stopping. Um, but I do think that in women's sports, Title IX has impacted it tremendously because we had that law that said women are valuable. And without that law, I don't think the change comes.
1: What advice would you give uh, girls who want to pursue uh, hockey?
0: For any women athlete, pursuing hockey or not, it's to to follow their, their path. And to read the energy, but also to not be afraid to speak up, not be afraid to demand more. And I don't mean in a in a in a bad way. I mean in a respectful way. And know your value and continue to champion your value. I think too many times women are afraid to speak up. Um, they they care about what people think, and yes, you should care about what people think, but you also should care about growing your own personal opportunities in life. And read the energy that's the biggest thing i can say and by that i mean if you're a great hockey player then follow that dream if you're a great basketball player follow that dream if you're a great student follow that passion but don't do anything that other people think that you should do do what you think you should do and be fearless about it
1: how important is it to have the team a part of the community
0: so we build heroes leaders and role models for the next generation here at the riveters and it's hugely important for us to be out in the community to create that see it be it mindset and we want to be out in the community making a difference reach out and and teach people what it is to give back and also to be kind and compassionate to people in the community so that we can spread that love we can spread that that women's energy, I think that at sometimes is missing in society. It's all about stepping on your competition and winning. Yes, it's about winning, but it's winning in an impactful way here with the Riveters.
1: So when you see newer players or uh, players right there, does that give you added enthusiasm for the future of hockey?
0: Every time I see the Riveters play, step on the ice, practice, it's a reminder to me of how far we've come. Because back when I was trying to play, when I tried to wear the Little League jersey back in 1973, I was told I could not do that. And as someone that's planted the seeds of women's sports, um, I just watch every day how they've grown into, I would say right now they're in like shrub stage. I'd like to see them in redwood stage. So uh, it it warms my heart every day. I I see these women have an opportunity and I'm happy to be a part of it. Thank you. How's that? Did yes. I hit all your- my name is Reagan
3: Ross and I'm a defenseman for the Metropolitan Riveters.
1: What inspired you to start playing hockey?
3: My aunt actually got me into it. She started taking me to games in Mississippi, it was the Memphis River Kings. And when I was five years old, they started a, a little kids league and they said, you and your sister should come out, there's going to be so many girls, and we showed up. It was me my sister and one of the girls and 30 boys, and we kept playing from there all over the world.
1: How is it playing in the American Dream uh, for the Rippers?
3: It is a completely different atmosphere from anything else I've ever played in. It's really fun. There's a lot of foot traffic all the time, and there's a lot of fans that we have coming out. So we get people from New York, and we get them from Connecticut and New Jersey. So it's really cool to have all these different people coming together just to support us.
1: How has playing hockey uh, affected your confidence level?
3: I think it makes me pretty confident (laughs) maybe overly confident I'm not so sure but I mean I have a lot of teammates that really help boost me even when I am down so I think being in that team atmosphere and knowing that I have people behind me that makes me pretty confident myself and the things that I want to do in life.
1: How is it uh, you know having the team is it more like a family atmosphere that's competitive?
3: (laughs) Yeah, we are definitely competitive in everything. Me and my goalie, we go back and forth, me and Ebe. But I think even though it is competitive, we also really care about each other at the end of the day. And so I would say our off-ice chemistry is even better than our on-ice chemistry. We really like each other and I think it's a great culture and we've instilled a lot of hard work and dedication to the game. And so um, we have a really, really good team this year.
1: How is it bringing your passion into the community to help uh, young kids understand and play hockey.
3: I love doing it there's nothing more rewarding to me and I'm sure all of my teammates than giving back and I think whenever you look at those little girls or even the little kids that we go out and help coach it's like we're looking at ourselves from prior years and so it's really cool to be able to give back because I used to not have female athletes on the ice with me so it's really cool now to be able to be that person that they can see
1: uh, what advice would you give young women who want to follow your footsteps
3: You gotta set your mind to it. As soon as you set your mind to it, you start setting goals and you keep getting after it. There's gonna be a lot of setbacks, but I think that's the beauty of it. It's something that you can control. And hockey is one of the most beautiful things because it always rewards you when you put in the hard work. It's never a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And so I love just the whole hard work aspect of it. And I think if you really put your mind to it, you can achieve anything you want.
1: Since you started playing and, you know, there's three girls compared to 30 boys, have you seen the progress of women's hockey uh, improving?
3: Yeah, 100%. I mean, I used to not have the resources that we have here. Like, We had one rink in Mississippi when I was growing up in the entire state. And so being able to come here, we've got, what, 10, 15 just surrounding us right now. It's been really cool to be able to see that not only are there all girls teams, but there's pro women's teams. Because when I was growing up, we didn't have pro women. So it's really cool to be able to see it now and be a part of it.
1: Uh, What motivates you?
3: Oh, good question. I think my passion for, living and my passion to being able to help others i love being able to give back and i think i get a sense of joy every single time that i do but at the end of the day i think my biggest thing is giving back to the next generation of athletes especially female athletes
4: i'm kelly babstock number eight i play forward on the metropolitan rivers
1: so what inspired you to start playing hockey
4: um what inspired me was uh you know my family uh, my dad played hockey growing up and uh, he coached me and he uh would always uh, make an outdoor rink i grew up in toronto so um we always had a outdoor rink and i I just wanted to skate and i just wanted to i fell in love with the game playing in the backyard and um i always wanted to play after that so
1: what motivates you
4: um motivates me is just being my best you know pushing myself to be better every day and uh you know, um, uh, play for that little girl that fell in love with the game of hockey.
1: So when I was uh, researching you, I saw all your accolades. How does it feel to be recognized?
4: Yeah, no, it's awesome. Um, When you, uh, you know, have your accomplishments, it's always reverts to your work ethic and uh, your mindset. You know, I had a positive mindset and I worked really hard and I knew if I uh, stayed positive and tried my best. Great things will happen, and I just trusted that process. And uh, so
1: far, so good. How has uh, uh, equity in hockey for women uh, progressed?
4: Yeah, no, the game has. Uh, women's hockey has grown uh, substantial since uh, the first year of this league, and. Uh, you know um, more investments is more time and money pumped into the players you know to get the most out of them and uh, you know it's great to see how far it's come and how far more it's gonna be but uh, this significant jump from last year um, last year's team cap to next year is gonna be huge and it's gonna be amazing uh, amazing ride to see how much more um, skill and uh, the game faster, the game will be.
1: So Craig was talking about how much uh, enthusiasm, and passion you have for the game. How yeah. important is it to show that for the to the rest of your teammates?
4: Yeah, no, it's just fun. Like every time I come out here, I'm always like so grateful that we get to play hockey every day, and uh, it fires me up. I and uh, I try to fire everyone else up, you know, being the hype gal, just like let's go, because you know. It's always a great day, but when you're out here, it's an even better day, so we're really lucky.
1: What advice would you give uh, young girls who want to follow your footsteps?
4: Yeah, no, uh, just believe in yourself. Um, people can tell you what you can't do all day, but as long as you know within yourself that, and you believe that you can be greater, because um, you everyone is great, um, ignoring that negative, um, Chitter chatter, then uh, you're gonna do awesome things. Just always believe in yourself, and uh, I always say you're always great when you're great, so stay great.
1: I like that. I'm gonna yeah. take that.
4: <laughs> <me>. Let's go! <laughs> uh,
1: uh, last thing I want to ask is uh, how is it to be a part of the uh, community and playing here in America? Yeah,
4: Green? no, it's amazing. Um, you know, co- community is the reason why we play hockey, because we are, you know, we belong in this hockey community, and it's an amazing thing to be able to spread our horizons, to make that hockey community bigger here in New Jersey. And us, uh, our team outreaching and being in places shows that we care, and eventually, you know what I mean, they'll care about us. So it's really cool and important to show that we are more than just hockey players. We're growing the game, we're hockey ambassadors, we're life ambassadors just through the sport of hockey. So it's a big deal.
2: Yeah, so name is Van Lahovey and I'm the head coach of the Metropolitan Riveters.
1: What inspired you to start uh, playing hockey?
2: Uh, I was two years old when I started skating. I followed the footsteps of my older brother. Um, I actually got figure skates first as a Christmas gift and and apparently threw them in the snow bank pretty quickly after skating for the first time and I wanted the same type of skates as my brother had. And. Um, just fell in love with the speed of being on the ice and and then I joined a team uh, when I turned four, so I've been playing or I played for a long time.
1: What are some of the differences between coaching and playing?
2: Um, obviously, big differences. I think as a player you're continuously thinking about yourself. It's about what I eat, what I put in my body, how much rest I need all these things that you need to focus on habit-wise to make you a good player, uh, where right now it's like my focus is on the players. My focus is on the team, my focus is on the staff. So the focus is rarely <laughs> on myself anymore. So the the, the shift uh, shift is big for sure, from myself to uh, looking at a greater picture.
1: What have you learned from your players?
2: Uh, things every day. I think they learn, they, they teach me every day. Um, about communication, that's something that I continuously strive to be better at. Um, They teach me how every person is really different. Um, I need to approach people differently and uh, obviously just being super humbled and, and proud to be part of this process and that's something that I need to be grateful for every day that I also think about when I think about my players.
1: So this is a very unique experience. How is it uh, playing at the American Dream and uh, uh, with the Rivers?
2: Yeah, it's been, it's been fun. Uh, I think it's great we're introducing the game to a greater audience. Uh, we're definitely crossing some borders from hockey to people that I've never seen hockey before. And I think we're still in that phase in women's hockey. We need to keep doing that and paving the way. So we have a lot of fans that come in. Uh, just watch the game for the first time and they end up loving it and they come back so uh, it's been really exciting and definitely something different
1: have you seen uh, progress in popularity and uh, more people paying attention to women's hockey since you know two years old
2: <laughs> well absolutely I mean I didn't I didn't know any other girl playing hockey when I was little so I always I played with the boys and kind of thought that i was one of the boys um my, my dream was always to play in the nhl till i got to an age that i realized that that's not something i can do um and then started dreaming about the olympics so obviously right now going back even home to finland and i see my hometown have several different girls teams and and uh you know the, the sport is starting to be for both girls and boys and, and it's okay now to play hockey as a, as a girl so um, it's definitely grown a lot and but the growth is we're, we're still at the beginning we're still we, we're going to keep going
1: how has hockey helped your confidence level
2: um, my confidence huge <laughs> I mean I've I've learned most of the, the life lessons in hockey uh, in sports in general not just hockey but in sports in general I mean just learning how to deal with different types of people, how to how to operate on a team, um, e- everything like that. And, and obviously the ups and downs of, of uh, winning and losing and, and going through the process. I mean, it's been huge in terms of teaching me who I am and, and how to be a good person.
1: How important is it to bring hockey into the community and get more people to enjoy it?
2: It's so important. I mean, my fondest memories when I was a kid was outdoor rinks, just lacing up the skates and going out and and seeing who's going to show up that night to play and have that type of free play as a child. I think that's super important that we keep paving the way for kids to have that opportunity, whether it's on the skates or whether it's on the streets and just give them a hockey stick. I think that's super important as a development of a a young person and, and giving them the opportunity to experience hockey is truly amazing.
1: What advice would you give young women who want to follow your footsteps?
2: Um, honestly, just keep going. Keep, be bold. Uh, be confident. Uh, if you love hockey, give it your all because you never know where it's going to take you.
5: Madison Packer. I'm a forward for the Metropolitan Riveters.
1: What inspired you to start playing hockey?
2: I
5: first got involved in hockey because my older brother played and like most women on my team, we wanted to be like our older brothers. So started skating when I was about three and then started playing hockey shortly after
1: that. What is it like playing in the american dream and being on the riveters
5: it's super cool to play in the american dream we constantly have an influx of different people fans coming in watching the games like a lot of times it's not people that are here to watch a hockey game it's people that are here to do other things and they happen upon a game um the riveters playing here is is super cool for me um i've been a part of the riveters now for eight seasons it's a team that means a lot to me. I'm super humbled to have the privilege to play for the same team for that long. A lot of players don't, so uh, it's where I started. It's where I hope to finish my career, and uh, the team means a lot to me.
1: As a veteran, how important is it to be there for the younger players?
5: I think it's probably the most important thing I'm doing now. Um, obviously, I like winning games. It's important. Stats are important. Paychecks are important. But uh, I'm never going to make enough money playing hockey to say that I've made a living playing hockey. It's my responsibility to continue to make things better, to pave a way for future generations of athletes so that we have a sustainable place for people to play for a long time. I feel very passionately about that. I think that we're headed in the right direction and every year we learn a little more, things get a little better. Leadership is open to player feedback, which is hugely important. So it's been uh, a real pleasure to be a part of.
1: How uh, has playing hockey helped your confidence level?
5: I think... Sports in general, especially hockey being a team sport, you learn how to work with people, you learn how to work through adversities with people, it transitions well to the workforce. I'm a mom, uh, so a lot of the skills that I have as a player and a leader in the locker room translate to my duties and responsibilities at home. Um, And I think that that's the biggest thing is just you learn time management, you learn how to prioritize things, you learn how to work, like I said before, in in groups. um, So it's important. Uh,
1: How old are your kids?
5: I have a two-and-a-half-year-old son and a six-month-old daughter. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that is a lot of patience. <laughs> yeah.
5: It takes a lot.
1: Uh, how important is it to be also involved in the community, helping people learn and love the game of hotline?
5: Yeah, I think accessibility and inclusivity are hugely important. At the end of the day, we are a sports entertainment product, the key word there being entertainment. If People aren't interested in what we're doing and we aren't accessible, then we become irrelevant and then we don't sell tickets and we don't sell sponsorships and we don't matter. So giving back to the community, getting out in the community is important from that regard, but it's also important for, for kids to have role models, for kids to have dreams and for kids to know that those dreams are achievable. Um, we have autographs after every game. We, we meet kids, we go out and do skates with kids. Those kids are growing up right now like not just knowing and having role models but meeting and hanging out with and interacting with on a regular basis the people that they look they look up to and they want to be like when they're older so we're making a difference not only in the sport and in the communities but in the lives of like kids that want to grow up and be just like us one day and that's the most important part of what we do.
1: Have you seen uh, improvement in uh, equity of hockey since uh, you first started playing?
5: Yeah, I mean, we definitely get paid more money. Um, You look at the trajectory of the season, or the the seasons now and the salary cap, we get paid a lot more money now than we did seven years ago. Um, That being said, you know, you you really, I'm not a big fan of comparing men to women as far as sports go. It's just they're they're two completely different models, two completely different products. You're never gonna, you can't compare the two. Um, But equity to me doesn't necessarily mean equal, it means equal access. So are our needs met? Uh, and I think that every day we're, we're getting closer and closer to that. We're, the, the pay is going up, the benefits are getting better, access to resources is improving and getting greater. So the league is doing everything it can. The teams are doing everything that they can on an individual level. Uh, we've only been around for eight years. So we learn something new every, every day, every year. We make adjustments, uh, but it's getting there.
1: What advice would you give young women who want to follow your footsteps?
5: I think the biggest piece of advice that I can give people is just keep doing it. Uh, You're always going to have somebody in your life tell you that you won't do something or you can't do something. Usually it's because it's something that they can't do themselves. And you're always going to have people like that, especially a a young girl or woman growing up playing what people consider to be a man's sport. So just keep loving what you do every day and and working hard for the moment that you can turn around and show people that you did what what they said you wouldn't do.
6: Amanda Pelkey, Forward for the Metropolitan Riveters.
1: What inspired you to start playing, hockey?
6: Uh, for me, it was probably the 1998 or 2002 women's Olympic team and my older brother, who's six years older. So it's been kind of in our family for a long time.
1: So how's it uh, playing in New York with uh, in the American Dream?
6: Yeah, there's there's a lot going on, uh, which is a good thing. I think there's a lot of outreach that we can do to communities, younger generations, and obviously for us as players, the opportunities are endless to make connections and and build. Our Metropolitan Riveters brand.
1: So, what? How has hockey uh, helped your confidence level?
6: Uh, well, I think sports in general, just for especially young athletes, I think it, you know, it builds confidence way above sport. Uh, you learn a bunch of stuff: leadership, consistency, um, holding yourself accountable. So, there's a lot of tools within our sport that you can learn once your careers are done.
1: Have you seen any uh, positive impact uh, lately with women's hockey?
6: For sure. It's, uh, it's been a growing, growing sport ever since I was a little kid. I feel like every year it's just getting better and better. And, and now it's pretty cool that when, you know, kids graduate from college, they, they now can say that they're a professional athlete and have the opportunity and the chance to try and make a professional roster.
1: What advice would you give uh, young women who want to follow your footsteps?
6: No dream is too big, that's for sure. Um, Definitely, I'd I'd say the main thing is surrounding yourself with the right people. Like-minded people that may have similar goals to you or support you in your dreams and aspirations is definitely the biggest thing.
1: How important is it to be involved in the community?
6: I mean, that's where our outreach is. That's where kids learn the sport. So anytime that we get a chance to go and meet new kids, meet new fans, then that's the opportunity that we need to take, take into our hands and take control and make sure that they have a positive experience. So maybe they'll put on skates for the first time.
1: What motivates you?
6: Family, friends, teammates. um, And honestly, the work that it just takes to get to the levels that I've been and my team has been as a whole. So I think that's, that's my motivation. My name is Ebba Bergland and I'm defense.
1: What inspired you to play hockey?
7: Uh, first of my cousins. Uh, I'm from a hockey crazy town in Sweden, so I think that played a big role too. But um, yeah, just the environment and the people around me, I would say.
1: How is it playing at uh, the American Dream and with the Riveters?
7: It's amazing. I've had a blast this season. I uh, love the team, love the rink. Uh, the facilities and everything, and just everything from up and to, to us players and everyone around. It's been it's been great.
1: How important is it to bring hockey to the community, and uh, you know the, your passion for the game?
7: It's like hockey is for everyone, so we want everyone to come and uh, enjoy our game and try it out and uh, just hang out with us. I think hockey has been like a male industry before, but. Uh, just coming here, you can see that it's for everyone, and we really want to encourage that to everyone.
1: How has uh, playing hockey helped your confidence? Uh,
7: well, you, get, you have to go through a lot of ups and downs. I think you just learn from it and become stronger, and all the obstacles become, even though it's obstacles at first, it becomes your advantage uh, after a little bit when you overcome them.
1: Uh, what advice would you give uh, young girls who want to follow your footsteps?
7: Just keep on trying, keep failing, and just get up and try again. Um, if you have passion for it, and you, you're strong will then it'll fit you right perfectly.
1: What motivates you?
7: Well, I'm pretty hard on myself, usually, so I have big goals and big dreams, so just to continue developing and become the best I can be.
1: Since you started playing, have you seen a positive impact in women's hockey?
7: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think this, uh, this season and this league is just uh, a proof of it. Uh, um, we're continuing to building and it's just really cool to be a, a part of the journey and, and being a part of it all.